1: Oh, for Pete's sakes, what the heck is? Hey, what are you trying to do, cutting in like that? Hi. Oh, for crying out Oh, hi, Anne. Hello. I've been
2: trying to get your attention oh. for the last three blocks. I wonder
1: what crazy driver was trying to cut in on me. I
2: thought, well, I'll uh, catch him at the next stoplight. Yeah,
1: well, you did all right. You down here caught my bumper too. <laughs> well, how are you?
2: Well, how are all of you? That's more to the point. Say that brand-new baby boy. Oh, he's
1: really something. Oh. <laughs> I just left the office. I'm on my way over to the hospital now. Oh, I
2: feel terrible. I haven't gotten over there yet. But, you know, the children have had colds, and I've been chained to the house. Yeah,
1: well, they'll both be home in a few days. I
2: know, but I would like to get over there. It's so lonesome to be in the hospital. Always so nice to have people drop in. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, she'd love to see you if you have time. Well, nice to see you, Ann. But Goodbye. Wait a minute, yeah. wait a
2: minute. Tell her that Jack is going to be home tonight stay with the children. And it's possible that I may get a chance to yeah. run over there this evening. All right all right, fine, okay, and thanks a lot. Say, what has she done about a nurse for the baby when she huh? gets home? Oh, I I I I don't know, and look, the lights changed. I better get going. I mean we're holding
1: up traffic.
2: Oh, that's all right. They can wait a minute. Say, tell her that I know a perfectly wonderful baby nurse. Yeah, all right, Anne. Okay, fine. That's go... had Her Her name is Miss Pritchard. Well, I... she's absolutely oh. marvelous with babies.
1: Fine. Look, I mean, there, there's twenty cars lined up behind us, Anne. I have really got to hey, get. Would you like
2: me to write her name and phone number down now, so you could give her a call? No, no,
1: no, Anne. Not right now. Thanks, anyhow. Oh, I... take
2: me, but a minute. Now, wait, wait. I'll find paper and pencil. Anne, I'm her. sorry. The light has changed. Oh, We're holding oh, up. Oh, God! Wait, wait. I'll find a pencil.
1: Oh, oh well, look. At least drive on and pull up in the next block, oh, and we I...
2: can't park over there. Well,
1: we can't park in the middle of the street, either. Oh,
2: you man! you always get so excited when people honk. I never let it bother me. Now, wait, wait till I find paper and pencil.
0: Are weekdays workdays for you? In that case, we invite you to join us on CBS Radio, where any number of entertaining people are on hand, to provide you with fun and companionship, even as you do your daily chores. Howard Miller, for example, turns up on most of these same stations day after day, each Monday through Friday, with delightful new songs to play for you. He's never without the latest word on popular music, either. And whether he's chatting about a tune or playing one, Howard Miller is always a joy to hear. As your host on House Party, Art Linkletter makes time fly by for you, too. He makes all of his visitors feel at home, so that you get to know them as people. And all the time the fun's going on, there is human interest, too. Make friends with people from all over America at the biggest party in the world, CBS Radio's House Party, where Art Linkletter is host, and any old workday is a perfect day to have a ball. Howard Miller and Art Linkletter on CBS Radio every weekday.
1: <laughs> Visitors welcome. Oh,
2: hello, dear.
1: Well, don't you look pretty? Women's
2: Club sent me a new bed jacket. Isn't it lovely?
1: Oh, I'll say you. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's my wife and how's my son?
2: Well, your wife is fine. Your son's just fine, too. Just stop at the window and look in at him?
1: Yeah, sleeping as usual. What's all this? What are you writing? <laughs> oh, I'm
2: going crazy writing down every boy's name I can think of. We have got to decide, dear, you know. Yeah,
1: I know. Well, I thought of one today. What? Roger.
2: Yeah? Mm, I don't know, though. I would like something a little different. So you haven't had dinner?
1: No, I came right from the office. You said not to eat before I came. Why?
2: Well, I've got an idea. Honestly, dear, this hospital is just like things you hear on the radio. What do you mean? Well, everybody's in love with everybody else, and it's all so romantic.
1: Oh, (laughs) fiddlesticks. No,
2: really, and we're all so excited about a patient in 419. That's on the floor above.
1: Oh, why? Who's in 419? Well,
2: it's a Mr. Williams, and he's fallen in love with his nurse, and he's proposed to her.
1: Oh, he must be a mighty sick man.
2: <laughs> Silly. Isn't it exciting?
1: Yeah, thrilling. Is that why you had me rush over here to tell me some guy tried to kiss his nurse? He
2: didn't try to kiss her. He's got both arms in a plaster cast, anyhow. Well... He fell out a window.
1: He fell out a window?
2: <laughs> well, it seems he was on a party.
1: Oh. No, no, no.
2: They all got to talking about hypnotism. And somebody hypnotized him and told him he could fly. So he tried to fly out the window, and it was two stories up. Wasn't that mean?
1: That's his story, huh?
2: No, that's what happened. And when you're, when you're hypnotized... You think you can do anything, I guess.
1: Yeah, uh huh. Well, anyhow, he feels pretty silly about it. Yeah, I should think so. Well, look, to heck with him. How do you feel today? Huh? Oh,
2: fine. I got up, walked down the hall today.
1: You did? Uh-huh. No kidding. That's well, fine. Well, then I
2: wanted to tell you about Miss Hallstrom. Who? That tall, dark haired nurse out at the desk. Oh, well, she, I don't you know, know. Oh, you know who she is. The tall, dark haired nurse out there? So yeah, so I'll I, I guess so, uh, I sure, all right, what well, about she's her? She's in love with Dr. Gordon, and she's been in love with him for over 15 years, and he doesn't know anything about it. Who's really Dr. Gordon? Well, he's one of the staff surgeons. Anyhow, she's loved him for over 15 years, and he doesn't know she's been in love with him. And the little probationer nurse that comes in to rub my back told me that Miss Hallstrom just lives for every morning so she can say, Good morning, Dr. Gordon, and he says, Good morning, Miss Hallstrom, and that's all there is to it, and that's sad.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Look, I don't think I'll lose any sleep over it, but... She
2: was his office nurse years ago, and about the time she thought he was finally noticing her because he asked her out to dinner a couple of times, he took a vacation, met somebody else, and married her. Isn't that mean? Why? What? Oh, really, dear. Gee, Miss Hallstrom had just devoted herself to him. I mean, sort of, you know... And as the little probationer said, there ought to be a law against marrying women from out of town. <laughs> really. <laughs> you just...
1: women. No kidding. Yeah. Look the heck with all that. Well, I want
2: to tell you about Miss Dale.
1: Yes, you know who's Miss Dale? She's my
2: night nurse. You met her, I think. And she's crazy about Dr. Blair. Look, I well... thought
1: this place was a hospital. Sounds like Lover's Lane. Oh, don't
2: be silly. Anyhow, he's one of the interns, and he is just darling. Tall, blonde hair, blue eyes, and the most wonderful smile.
1: How do you know? <laughs>
2: He stopped in this morning and asked how I was.
1: Oh, he did.
2: Anyhow, huh? he's asked Miss Dale out, you know, a lot, but, but he doesn't seem to be serious, you know.
1: Yeah, he's a smart man.
2: Oh, really. You see, we all feel that he probably thinks...
1: Now, who is ju- we?
2: All oh, the nurses and me.
1: Look, do they get any work done around this place?
2: We feel that he probably thinks that just because he's an intern that he can't afford to get married yet.
1: Well, he probably so, can Yes, but Miss Dale said it wouldn't
2: matter. She knows he loves her too, but he won't say so. And she says she could keep on nursing even if they do get married. And if they don't get married, you know what'll happen. If they put off getting married for years, it won't be nearly as romantic. And that's the time somebody else might just snap him up. Look, I mean, for Pete's never... sake,
1: you're supposed to be in the hospital recuperating, getting a good rest, recovering from the baby. What are you doing, starting a matrimonial bureau around Oh, here? honey,
2: I feel sorry for the nurses. They work so hard. When you see somebody all day long, you don't always look your best every minute. And we think Dr. Blair just needs a little prodding.
1: Now, look, I am not interested in Dr. Blair or Miss Dale or Miss what's-her-name or the patient in 419 or anything else, except my
2: son. Now, let's talk about him, no, will darling, you? No, I- darling, I had a reason for asking you to come see me before you ate your dinner, don't you see? No. Well, there's a little restaurant across the street where they all eat sometimes and I thought if you had dinner with Miss Dale when Dr. Blair comes in and sees her with another man. Oh no no, he will no, feel... no no. All you no, have to no, do is no. eat with her and make him jealous. Yeah, I mean, that'd yeah, be fine.
1: I'm sitting there and this blonde Romeo comes in and takes a swing at me. No, no, he Nothing wouldn't doing. He wouldn't do that. Uh, you don't know. He'll
2: just see you with her and realize she's attractive to other men. The quickest way you get a man to the proposing point.
1: Well, you want to know. You certainly nailed me quick enough. Oh, you were easy. I was, Oh, huh? yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't put up any struggle at all, did I? <laughs> you said, marry me, and I said, yes, and that was that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, look, dear, do that, will you? Eat with Miss Dale, please. Look, I <coughs> don't
1: even know the dame. What'll we talk about? Oh, honey. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't she that that, that silly kind of giggly nurse with the frizzly hair? Oh, can I mean, honey, look, honey, please, I can't... dear,
2: for me. Now, she always sits just inside the door, that little table to the left. Now, I didn't tell her anything about this, so she'd be embarrassed. Just be your own sweet, charming self and you'll get along just fine with it. Come in. Anne! What a nice surprise. Do you mean to tell me that husband of yours didn't tell you I was going to drop in? No, he didn't mention it. Oh, well, I guess he had other things on his mind. He was so annoyed at me. You know, I held up traffic trying to give him the name of a good baby nurse for you. Didn't he give it to you? No, never mentioned it at all. Oh, Of course, he wasn't here very long. He went across the street to have dinner early, well, two hours ago. I can't imagine. Well, what's the matter? Hmm, nothing. Nothing? You look funny. Well, you know, I didn't know whether to tell you or not. I parked the car in front of that restaurant, and I saw him in there. Oh, well, he's having dinner with Miss Dale, my night nurse. It's all right, Ann. I asked him to. <laughs> well, I guess you know what you're doing. But I'd certainly never ask for trouble like that. It's only to make a doctor she likes kind of jealous, you know. <laughs> and she's... I thought for a minute he was having dinner with Marilyn Monroe. Then I knew it couldn't be her. But I know I'd never let Jack alone with something like that. Ooh, that dress. Isn't she in her uniform? Oh, my, no. I thought for a minute it was a bathing suit. Then I saw the skirt what were they doing? Talking. That is, he was talking. And she was just sitting there, smiling and listening. Then they laughed and laughed at something. Oh. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, it's, it's all right. I, I asked him to be charming. Oh, he was being charming all right. As I say, I hope you know what you're doing. Well, I'll keep you company till he comes back. If he comes back. Well, they have to come back. She's my night nurse. She was
0: my night nurse. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. A pair of accomplished conversationalists make the CBS radio air hum with merriment these Saturday mornings. The first of the two is Galen Drake, the man who always has an interesting story up his sleeve. Depending on what part of the country you're in, you'll have Galen joining you over your breakfast coffee or while you're getting underway with those first Saturday morning tasks. A cheery word, a bright song, and a splash of laughter is what's needed to set Saturday swinging right. And that's what you'll find on the Galen Drake Show every Saturday on most of these same CBS radio stations. Later on Saturday comes time to enjoy the racy wit and quick quips of Mr. Lewis. And we don't mean John L. or Joe. No, this Mr. Lewis is Robert Q., CBS radio comedian extraordinary. Robert Q. Lewis' line of pattern is just what the doctor ordered to put sunshine into your Saturdays, and since the merry mixture is spiced with lots of lively music by Robert Q.'s talented gang, what more could you ask? For double fun, try them both. Listen to Galen Drake and Robert Q. Lewis, Saturday on CBS Radio.
2: three and a half hours to be exact
1: I don't know what you're so mad about you asked me to have dinner with her didn't you well now didn't you and the whole point was to have this doctor what's his name Blair Blair see me with her well he didn't come in so we had to wait until he did and uh, apparently he had an emergency and didn't show up until seven o'clock so then you said I was to put on a show of being interested in her so we had to sit there and act as though we were having a marvelous time goodness
2: knows what Anne thinks and you know what a gossip she is here I am in the hospital having your son and you're running around after my night nurse
1: are you running well, after? boy i tell you golly you know i told midge i said to midge her, miss, dale, M- miss dale miss dale i mean her name is midge it's a nick, n- nickname you know kind of cute as a matter of, well anyhow you'll be pleased to know the plot worked i left her there and i saw dr blair storm over to her table so you got any other nurses you want me to be charming too
2: I do not. <laughs> Visting hours are almost over. You've got 25 minutes left to be charming to me.
1: And there is nothing I would rather do. <laughs> or I do better. Now, let's think of a name for our son. Now then, how about... Uh, hey, how about Midge for a nickname? That could be either for a boy or a girl.
2: Oh, you <laughs>
0: next door is written by peg lynch and stars peg lynch and alan bunce with julie lawrence and is produced by walter hart this is art hannis inviting you to listen in tomorrow to the couple next door